Curry with the shot. Ben cooking with the sauce. Chef Curry with the pot, boy. Live from the 301. Live from the pot. I want to welcome my audience to episode number 177 of Curry in the Pot. I'm your host, somebody got Mike Curry, and I'm back for another episode, man. And it's been a minute, bro. It feels like it's been so long since I dropped the episode, but it's been like nine days or so. But uh, for one of the first times, well, I've done it before, but I don't I don't really do this often. I'm actually going to record the day of and this episode is going to drop the day of. So today is Sunday, October the 3rd. Um, also, my great grandmother's birthday, 90th birthday to be exact. So so happy birthday to my great grandmother. Easily uh, one of my favorite people in this world. And before we get started to our regularly scheduling program, I want to dedicate this episode to a distant cousin of mine, Miss um, Moyana Tillman, uh, aka Yanni. Uh, rest in peace to you. Um, she was tragically murdered by her boyfriend, and it's, it's just a really sad story. Um, but rest in peace, Yanni. I know a lot of people miss you. Um, I definitely reflected on some fond memories that we had as a child, and it's just really sad you know gone, gone too soon 24 years old um, but rest in peace yanni and happy birthday to my great grandmother miss memphis jacobs and let's get right into it so i'm not even gonna get into last week it's pretty much old news i'm only gonna talk week four and up but i did want to say i went 10 and 6 on my picks and for my best bets where did i go I went two and one of my best bets. So I'm five and three overall on my best bets. And I went one and one on the Monday morning pod. So I'm three and two on those best bets. I'm doing all right. One and oh on the teasers from What's the Line podcast. So I'm doing all right, man. I'm doing all right. I, it's, it's still a lot of room for improvement and it's a long season. So let's get it. So let's talk Thursday, Thursday night football. We had the Jaguars taking on. The Cincinnati Bengals in Cincinnati. And for disclosure, <laughs> I did take the Jaguars. I thought if this was a game, just think about it. How I was doing it made a lot of sense. So you're 0-3. You're the Jaguars. We all know. Everybody knows the Jaguars freaking suck. So this is the last time that you will get max morale from a team, max energy, max motivation, all that good stuff. And I know DJ Chark went down really, really early in the game. Maybe like the second or third play of the game, he got hurt uh, trying to make a block for James Robinson. But this team still had Max Morale, and they still had a lead going to halftime, 14 to nothing. They should have honestly been up 17 nothing or 21 to nothing. But I don't know what was up with that play call <laughs> to end the half. But they ended up losing this game in Jaguars fashion. Bengals come back. 24 to 21. I was impressed with Joe Burrow. I'm not going to lie, man. He showed me something. He showed me some guts. He showed me some poise. He threw for two touchdowns, 348 passing yards. Joe Mixon also had a touchdown on the ground. And, you know, as long as the Bengals can protect Joe Burrow going forward, give him a, a formidable offensive line, I think he's going to be good, man. Um, CJ Uzama caught a pair of touchdowns. He hooked up with Jamar Chase a couple of times. Well, actually, about six times, not even a couple. Tyler Boyd had a nice game. I like this. I like I like where the Bengals are going. I still think they're at the bottom of the totem pole as far as the rest of the NFL. But as far as, you know, pivoting in the right direction, I think they're doing a good job. I don't, I'm still not high on head coach Zach Taylor. That's neither here or there. I don't want to, you know, cast the Spurgeon and talk bad about, about the guy. But 
I like what the Bengals are doing, man. They're sitting, currently sitting at three and one. If you would have asked me through four games, do I think the Bengals would have go go three and one? I would have said no, but I'm not not surprised though. I thought maybe two and two would be reasonable. Now I'm looking for opportunities to bet on them to miss the playoffs. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> final score it was twenty four to twenty one. So let's get into today's slate. And since I'm not recapping last week's episode, we can kind of you know do a little bit more deep diving than we normally do. So, Sunday slate, 1 p.m., we got the Washington football team taking on the Atlanta Falcons in Atlanta. I actually wanted to go to this game, but <laughs> I had to, like, think about it. Like, bro, I don't really want to go see that. No, I don't want to go to this game. I, I, but I did hear, however, you know, the Falcons have a nice stadium. They also have a live DJ at the stadium. And they still have one of the newer stadiums in the NFL. So, it was something I wanted to check out. But, you know, maybe another time. But... In this particular game, I'm having a hard time picking who I think is going to win. Just simply because this Washington football team defense has regressed. And the Atlanta Falcons have also regressed, but they still have good players. Matt Ryan, say what you want about him. Still solid. Mike Davis, solid running back. Calvin Ridley, still a good receiver. Top 10 in my book. Still got rookie Kyle Pitts. He hasn't really you know, exploded this year, but I, <laughs> what have we seen happen against the Washington football team, especially through these couple of weeks? Mike Williams had a monster game. Emmanuel Sanders had two touchdowns. Cole Beasley had 11 catches last week. I think our Pitts could go off potentially because our linebackers are not good. Washington football team linebackers are not, are not good. So I'm having a hard time, bro. Like, <laughs> bro, I'm really struggling. Like, I'm really struggling, but I think the Washington football team is going to get it done. I think it's going to be a good game, though. But I think Washington football team is going to... I don't... <laughs> Can I get a pass, bro? I'm going to just... Fuck it. I'm going to just go... Excuse my French. I know I don't curse on this show. Probably about the fifth curse word I ever said. But I'm going to go Washington football team. Whatever. Next game, Texans-Bills. Easier one for me to pick. Um, Texans are just deprived of talent and they're on technically they're on a third string quarterback because Deshaun Watson is the number one but Tyrod Taylor was the number one this year we all know what's going on with Deshaun Watson situation so Davis Mills is currently starting I will say one thing though under head coach David Culley the Texans have been playing hard just like the Lions have been playing hard the Texans have been playing hard but I just think the Bills this Bills team is just going to be too much so I got the Bills to get it done uh, it's, this game is a 17.5 point spread for a reason. So, I'm going with the Bills. Next game, Lions, Bears. I'm actually going to take Detroit, man. I think they're going to get their first win. They've been in some battles. They played a really, really tough schedule to start the year with the likes of San Francisco. We all know Baltimore last week. They should have won that game. Um, They also, who else did they play? They played the Packers. So, tough schedule to start the year. And, you know, you get the Bears. They got Justin Fields starting. Um, who I like, but Matt Nagy hasn't necessarily tailored a game plan around this guy. If you look at last week, what happened, he was sort of set up to fail, and it could have been sort of spiteful. I don't know, but I like the Lions to get this one done. They have an identity. They also have a coach who believes in them. They have a coach who's going to get them to play hard and not quit. So I like the Detroit Lions to get their first victory of the season. Next game, Panthers-Cowboys. This is tough. Panthers are 3-0. and 
Cowboys are two and one, almost beat the Buccaneers. They could easily be three and zero. Um, I'm actually going to go Dallas in this one. I feel like this is one of those games that Dallas has to win. They haven't really hit that tough stretch of their schedule where they got to play like the Chiefs and stuff like that. Um, the the Panthers also lost Christian McCaffrey in that Thursday night game that they played. It seems so long ago, but they lost Christian McCaffrey, and the offense is going to look mighty different. I know they got rookie Chuba Hubbard and Royce Freeman that they're going to um, you know spend some time, but Christian McCaffrey is... The stuff that he can do, only Alvin Kamara can really do. And I think Saquon is a good back as well. But the, he's just a special type of player. And you can't really, you cannot really account for, you know, that type of, you know, production. You can't really make that up. I mean, you can, but it's going to be kind of hard to make that up. And the Cowboys seem to be clicking on all cylinders, especially on the defense. Trayvon Dix is looking like an absolute pro bowler, maybe even an all pro year. He's been looking good. He has to, you know, go up against DJ Moore, Robbie Anderson, and so that should be another good test for him. But it's about who who do I trust more, and I think I trust this Cowboys offense a lot more, especially since it's become more balanced. Ezekiel Elliott's been looking good, Tony Pollard as well, and they just got a, a plethora of weapons, so a plethora of weapons rather. And yeah, I like Dallas to win this one. I like, I really like them. I like them to cover the spread as well. Next game, Coach Dolphins game. I'm struggling with because. Carson Wentz sucks. Let's just call it what it is. He's 0-7 in his last seven starts. The Dolphins, they haven't been looking good, but I sort of trust them more. You know, you get Jacoby Brissett, another another week of game preparation. And they could have won that game last week. They, they really could have won. Uh, went to overtime with the undefeated Raiders. I... I'm struggling with this game because I don't want to let my biases get, you know, too much ahead of me. I put, I, um, put money down on the coach, uh, win total under, um, I'm struggling. I'm struggling. Um, something is just telling me that the Dolphins are going to get this one done, man. I'm, I'm sorry. I, I'm sorry. Next game, Browns, Vikings. This one is tough. But I'm going to go with Minnesota, man. I think Minnesota, they could easily be 3-0. They could have beat the, beat the Bengals. They lost in overtime. They also were beating the Cardinals. They lost that game because their kicker could not make the game when it field goal. And they won last week. They they handled they, they pretty much, they took care of Seattle. They took care of business against the Seahawks, man. Beat them pretty bad in that second half. I like the Vikings to get this one done today. This is also a matchup of Kevin Stefanski going up against Mike Zimmer. He's a disciple of Mike Zimmer, Browns head coach, a disciple of Vikings head coach, Mike Zimmer. So I think there's a slight edge on the Vikings, and I like the Vikings to get it done. So I'm going with Minnesota to win this one. Next game, Giants, Saints. Kind of struggling with this one as well. And it's crazy that I'm saying I'm struggling with a Giants-Saints game, but... um. I don't know. I really don't know what I'm getting from the Saints offense. Like I've seen, I've seen a different story each 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 of the three weeks of the season. Um, they are at home. Crowd should give them a boost in that Superdome. I like the Giants to cover the spread though, but uh, I'm going with the Saints to win this one. Next game, Titans Jets. This game actually got a little bit more harder for me. Um, simply. Because of uh, no Julio today, also no AJ Brown, so it's 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 a little tricky because Derrick Henry is just simply gonna have to do it all. 
And I, I like him to do it on. I like the Titans to win. They're, I, don't be surprised if this game is an upset. But I will not sit in this chair and pick the Jets to win. So I'm going with the Titans, but I think it'll be a close game. Next game, Chiefs-Eagles. I did not see the Chiefs losing three games in a row. Therefore, I got them going into Philadelphia and taking care of business. It's also an Andy Reid revenge game, the team that let them go many years ago. I'm going with the Chiefs to win this one. I cannot see them losing three straight. If they lose a third straight game, they're in big trouble. Next game, Cardinals-Rams. Y'all know I'm very, very high on the Rams. And now I'm so high, I feel like I'm never coming down. So I got the Rams taking care of business. Listen, listen, listen. Before you guys think I'm being biased, time out here. I said I got the Rams to challenge the Bucks in the NFC. I've said this over and over again. I like them. I really do like this team. They got a um, tough task against Kyler Murray, but they're, 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 uh, Sean McVay is undefeated against him. So, obviously, he knows something. He got something on him. It uh, should be a fun matchup, though, with Jalen Ramsey and DeAndre Hopkins. Those two also like to go at it. And D-Hop is also the only receiver to put up a buck 50 on Jalen Ramsey's head. So, I like the Rams to get this one done, though, <laughs> nevertheless. Next game, Seahawks 49ers. Russell Wilson has never lost three straight games. He's never lost three straight games. And this is where this division is going to be tough this year because all four of these teams should be playoff teams. Hell, they would all be playoff teams if they were not in the same division. And it's so tough. But I like the Seahawks. I like them to get back on track. I'm really looking at that Bucks second. I mean, I said Bucks 49ers secondary, and it is absolutely abysmal. It's horrible. Uh, you got the likes of DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett coming into town. Another division game for the 49ers, but I like the Seahawks to get this one done. Next game, Ravens, Broncos. Going with Baltimore, man. Uh, the Broncos, to me, they haven't really played anybody. Not even to me, to the world. They haven't played anybody. I will say, though, they haven't played anybody, but they beat all of those teams up in dominant fashion. So I got to give credit to them. It's not like they squeaked out of there with W's. They pretty much, they beat up on every team that they played. But the Ravens are a different team. Um, I like the Ravens today. I do. I think the Broncos defense is going to be tough, though. But it is in a mile high where they benefit. But I like the Ravens today. Next game, Steelers-Packers. Hmm. I'm going to go Green Bay, but I'm not confident in this pick. <laughs> and then Sunday nighter, we got the Buccaneers and the Patriots. Tom Brady returning to New England in Foxborough to take on Bill Belichick and the gang. I like the Buccaneers, man. I, I don't think it's going to be close, personally. But I kind of wanted to, to, to do a little bit more of a deep dive in this, about this game. And it's crazy, bro, because I never, never would have imagined Tom Brady on a different team. Uh, it's still kind of crazy to me. And I feel like... I've, I've said this before, but I don't know if I said this on air. But I feel like Bill Belichick is becoming Greg Popovich. And, you know, historically great coaches. Multiple championships. But... Tim Duncan retires. You know, you lose Kawhi Leonard. Uh, Tony Parker. He went to the Hornets before he retired. Ginobili retired. And... It's like it's like the Spurs sort of tried to fill the void with like Demar um Demar Derozan. I was gonna say Demarcus Aldridge, <laughs> Demar Derozan and Lamarcus Aldridge, and that's like it's like how the Patriots they picked up Cam, they picked up these free agents, John o. Smith, you know Hunter Henry. It's kind of it kind of reminds me of that. That's the vibes I'm getting, 
And obviously we know they're historically great coaches, but they're just, it's just not clicking for these guys right now. They just don't have the talent that they once had. Like they have, you know, players, talented pieces, but the team just isn't the same anymore. And you cannot expect to win consistently when your roster is just not up to par. You know what I'm saying? So should be a good game. I'm excited to see the fanfare for Tom Brady. I saw a video last night where he, the bus, the team bus got the um, Foxborough and it was a bunch of Brady chants, but I'm excited to see this game. I want to, I kind of just want to see Brady stick at the Belichick like a big F you, you know what I'm saying? But it should be a good one, but I'm rocking with the Buccaneers and the Monday Nighter. This one should be good. Raiders and Chargers. I'm going with the Chargers. I'm going with the Chargers, man. And that is it, ladies and gentlemen. I told B. Jones, I've been kind of slacking, but I've been working pretty hard. So I told him I was going to get this episode done and get it out. And my best bets for the week include Ravens money line. And I like the Buccaneers minus the seven. I, I got on it at five and a half. Uh, morning on money line. Let's go. Let's go Bucks. But my best bets against the spread. I gave these out on What's the Line podcast. And yeah, I'm going Bucks money line. I mean, I'm sorry. I got Bucks minus seven. And I got Ravens money line. And I also got a money line parlay. Like minus 135 odds, Chiefs, Buccaneers. So let's get it. Let's cash them. And I want to thank everybody for listening. I want to thank everybody for the continued love and support. This is a very quick episode. Had to get it done, guys. I know there's a lot of stuff to talk about other sports. You know, Ben Simmons, etc. College football, WNBA playoffs, even MLB playoffs. And the AL wildcard race is winding down. But we're going to talk soon, I promise, man. So I want to thank everybody for listening. Let me host something. Got Mike Craig. I'm signing out. Episode number one. 77 is done. Peace.